I would like you to take the word of God, please, and turn with me to the book of Isaiah. We'll begin there. And I want to encourage you to write down these scripture references that I'll use, God willing, as we, as we come to them. But I want to start with you in Isaiah chapter 55. Have your Bible open there. We have a wonderful Savior. He knows our needs. He loves us. And we give him glory. Be patient with me, please. Isaiah 55, verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not as your thoughts. Neither your ways, my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing wherewith I sent it. If you're in the habit of marking things in your Bible, I want you to mark the expression. As God brings us to hear about his thoughts. His thoughts. And I'm speaking to you on the thoughts of God. It's no wonder that the Bible talks to us this way. I want you to turn with me to the book of Jeremiah just for a moment. And we're here opening up the mind of God in the 31st chapter. In verse 3, the Bible says, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. When you begin to consider the thoughts of God and how God thinks of you, and the Bible tells us clearly of his love with his loving kindness and loving us with an everlasting love. That means there's never been a time God didn't love us. Think of that. He loves us with everlasting love. 
That means there'll never be a time he doesn't love us. Think about the love of God. If you've ever heard anything more wonderful than for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I don't know what it would be. I just don't know what it would be. I want you to look with me in the book of Joshua chapter one. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, and I like that expression. Gentlemen, ladies, I love it. Moses' minister. Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon. That have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness of this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and unto this great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all of the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whatsoever thou doest. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do, observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. God connects his word and our obedience to his word with success. I wish I could get pastors to listen just for a moment. I know I'm not speaking to pastors today, but I'm speaking to many people who know pastors. And I want you to understand that there are many pastors who don't know the secrets of God's word. They don't understand that as you stay with God, stay with God's word, you're staying with God. If you remove from God's word, you're removing from God. You cannot separate the blessings of Christ the Lord from the blessings of the word of God. 
You either obey the word or you don't obey the word. You disobey the word and disobey God. We believe in miraculous things because we're the people of God. We believe in miraculous things. We believe there's immutable things and the miracle of those things. Inseparable miracles. We believe the word of God lives in the Bible forever. That's what the Bible says. We believe the Bible is the word of God. When the Bible speaks, God speaks. And when God speaks, we listen. These are the thoughts of God. God is pouring out himself to us and is opening his heart up to us. It's miraculous as revelation. God's revealed himself. The whole Bible is God's revelation to us. He's revealed himself to us. Think about that. We wouldn't have the Bible if God didn't reveal it. And that's a miracle. It's miraculous in its revelation. It's miraculous in its inspiration. All scriptures given by inspiration of God. That's what Paul wrote to Timothy. And every word of it is from the mouth of God. And it's miraculous. It's miraculous in its preservation. Did you know the Bible will last forever? It's settled in heaven. Turn with me to the Psalms just a moment. I want you just to hear this and let God speak to your heart. And as he does, you'll have it settled once and for all and forever. In the 119th Psalm, teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes. And I shall keep it unto the end. The word of God says in Psalm 119 and verse 46, I will speak of thy testimonies also before kings and will not be ashamed. Think about that. The word of God says to us also in the 119th Psalm, Look at it, please. In verse 89, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Not one word of the word of God will ever be changed. It's settled forever. The Bible is not a miraculous revelation, miraculous inspiration. It's miraculous preservation. When I'm teaching and preaching the word of God, I'm speaking from something that is eternal. Our confidence is in God's word. Well, there's no doubt about it. And we give God the glory for it. The promise I read to you from the first chapter of Joshua about success and succeeding is from the word of God. The Bible is also miraculous and it's illumination I'm about to say something to you and some of you are going to be a little shaken when I say it but before I do I want you to open your Bible to the book of Ephesians just for a moment in the first chapter of Ephesians the Bible says that the God verse 17 of chapter 1 that the God 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of him. It illumines you. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what is the riches of his glory and of his inheritance. God says, I'm going to speak to you in such a way that it opens your eyes. It illumines you. Look at the third chapter, what the Bible says. Let's begin at verse 14. For this cause, I, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, look at verse 18, may be able to comprehend. Who in the world is able to comprehend? Only God makes you able to comprehend. We're all dummies. We wouldn't know anything if God didn't make us able to comprehend. The Bible says that be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that might be filled with all the fullness of God. It's God's word that does that for us. I want you to turn to the gospel according to John just a moment. These verses I want you to memorize. John chapter 7. There was a famous preacher by the name of R.A. Torrey who built his entire ministry on this because he knew the mind of God. And in John chapter 7 and verse 15, the word of God says, And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? Jesus answered them and said, My doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. Verse 17 of John 17. Look at this. If any man will do his will, that's all God asks. If you'll just do the will of God, he shall know the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. In other words, the word of God says in John chapter 7 and verse 17, if you're just willing to do what God says, God will open up your understanding. People say sometimes, I don't know anything. Well, you're, you're the blame for that. If you're willing to do what God reveals to you, you just be willing to do what God reveals to you. Would you do that? If God reveals to you his word, would you do what God reveals? If God opens up his great mind to us and says, this is what I want done. I'm not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. 
If God opened up his mind to us and we step out by faith and do it, the Lord said he'll reveal to us many things we never knew. When I came here as a pastor so many years ago, I thought often, what am I going to do? What expectations these people have of me? And I came here from pastoring a church 11 miles from New York City. I enjoyed the ministry there. And I enjoy the ministry here. And I began to teach and preach the word of God and think, will people believe this? Will they follow this? And as I made known what God's word says, what we're to do, I began to ask questions. I believe the Lord wants us to train people. And so we determined to have a Christian college. And we didn't just determine to do it by God's grace and faith in the Lord. We did it. And as we stepped forward, God began to open doors and provide things for us. We would never have dreamed years ago that we were going to own the property that Levi Strauss owned. We would never have dreamed they were going to relocate everything overseas and God would give us that. This church. But as we begin to follow the Lord, God made things known to us. That's just the way he works. I'm saying to you, anything God wants you to do, it's in his mind, it's in his heart, it's in his thoughts for you and for me. We've got to know his thoughts and know his mind. All the problems we have in the world, all the problems we have with young people, all the problems we have with all people, God has a certain will about those things. And he begins to show us what he wants. Let me show you something, and I'm going to shock you. I'm going to shock you. I want you to know I'm going to shock you. I want you to go to the gospel according to Matthew just for a moment. Matthew, this is what we begin to know. We begin to know that God wants in Matthew. In the gospel according to Matthew, the Bible says that the Lord speaks to us in Matthew. Look at the 19th chapter just for a moment. Matthew chapter 19. The word of God says, of the Lord, this is the mind of God, the thoughts of God. In verses 13, 14, and 15. Then were there brought unto him little children that he should pray that he should put his hands on them and pray and the disciples rebuked him but Jesus said suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Not only did he do that, he told us earlier in the chapter, in verse nine, in chapter 19 and verse 4, and he answered and said unto them, Have ye not read that which 
he which made them at the beginning made them male and female. Would you mark that in your Bible? The Bible says God made them male and female. There's no such thing as transgender people. That's a lie of the devil. No such thing. God made them male and female. Would you look please at the gospel according to Mark just for a moment. And in chapter 10 of Mark, the Bible says, and they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. And when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Now that's what he said. Of such is the kingdom of God. Look at verse six of the same chapter. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. Would you mark that in your Bible? In Mark chapter 10, verse six, from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. I'm saying to you, that's what God's word says. That's what you find in the mind of God. That's what God did. The thoughts of God. Everything else is a lie. Everything. One of our state representatives came to me standing on this very platform and said, we had a group of young people brought to us in the state legislature. And they were accompanied by medical doctors of no less place than Vanderbilt University. And the doctors from Vanderbilt said, if you don't do something to let these people do what they want to do, they're going to take their lives. And they began to talk about transgender this and transgender that. The doctors and that what the state legislatures should do to let people do that. That's all a lie. They believe the lie. They all believe the lie. How do you know that, Pastor? Because I know what God's word says. Amen. I'm going to read something to you. There's an article that just appeared called in my daddy's belly, a book given out in school to teach children who are males, they can get pregnant and give birth because they can transgender women and trans themselves into to world, girls. And the whole article, a trans man who recently went viral for being featured on the cover of Glamour UK has renewed controversy after announcing his new children's book, which will teach kids that males can give birth. Males don't give birth. Women give birth. And God designed it that way. Here's another article. Here's an article about a New York City drag march. I don't know if some of you know what a drag is. But marchers chant, we're coming for your children. We're coming for your children. They, they march in a 
a, a parade say they're coming for your children. I want to transform your children. Here's an article about a California high school superintendent's kids for five days for misgendering a teacher. He suspends them for five days. The kids called the teacher a certain gender and the principal said, no, this person is transgendered into something else. Here's a public school article about brainwashing young kids with harmful transgender ideology. And it's getting headlines everywhere. You can take the article, you can read it. Let me read you just a little of it. As a young five-year-old, some of the young five-year-olds are being encouraged to disregard their anatomy and choose their gender based on their feelings. And it's being promoted everywhere. It's all a lie. It comes right out of hell. It's destroying lives because it is against God's word. Now, some of you have been so brainwashed, you probably believe some is trash. CDC provides guidance on transgender people chest feeding babies. It is sickening. Mothers have been designed with breasts to feed babies. Here's another article. Former Democratic transgender state representative with shocking criminal past records on child pornography talks about what he's done. May God help us. Here's an article on a transgender teenager who dies after a vaginal plastic surgery goes awful wrongful. They tried to put a woman's part in a man to do everything they can to transgender the young man. These doctors ought to be arrested, sent to jail. And here is the President of the United States, a criminal, a criminal. I've said it and I'll say it again. He and his wife are both criminals. The headline reads, deadbeats, dime bags and disrobed drag queens. They brought transgender people, they called them transgender, to the White House, have the transgender flag on the White House, replacing the American flag. Men with transformed bodies, having breasts, taking their clothes off, disrobing themselves and showing it, and the President of the United States bragging about it. What must God say when he sees such a thing? I'm asking you, I don't, it's not important what you think. It's not important what my opinion, your opinion is. It's what does the word of God say? What does the word of God say? What do we find in the mind of God?
He created men and women. Now, you know, you're going to be told that you've lost your mind. You're going to be told you need to go along with this stuff. But you don't have to do that. You just stand your ground with the love of God. This is a revolution going on in our time. How far would it go? When somebody's going to say, stop, that's enough. Why? Because it disagrees with the word of God. The thoughts of God. How many confused, mixed up kids are there? You gentlemen take these things and you, you do what you want to with them. But your pastor thinks people need to hear this. Your little boys and your little girls need to hear this. And somebody may think they're courageous, courageous, because they stand up for the transgender. I'm sorry. You're foolish to deny what God's word plainly says, that he made men and women. Do you think this is the first time anybody ever had to deal with something like this? God help us. And the President of the United States needs to be voted out of the White House, put in the doghouse of what he's doing to this nation. Have you got any courage? Have you got any sense? What does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? Don't be surprised when a preacher says he believes the Bible and stands for the truth. We have every reason to do that. When a woman came to stand before me and said, we've been challenged to change the law to accommodate all of this in the state of Tennessee. And to this point in time, our governor and our legislative branch of government has said no. I say, God bless them. God bless them. Speak the truth in love, but speak the truth. Speak the truth in love, but speak the truth. May God help us. As you understand something about the mind of God revealed to us, you find God's design, God's plan. And we ought not be ashamed of what the Lord has designed, what the Lord plans. Now, if somebody gets a little upset about it, you tell them, let's go to the Bible and see what the Bible says. Either the Bible is true or it's not true. Either God created men and women or he didn't. And the Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What they're having to deal with 
the mind of boys and girls, brainwashing children. God help us. God help us.